Can anyone tell me like what I would talk to my mom about if she's not going to be making me relevant? <laughs> yeah, like, hi, mom. Now I have a career and I'm famous. Like, that's what happens when you get famous. You cut people off. <laughs> Seriously? And everyone's upset with it. Maybe because you guys aren't relevant either, so you don't understand. Seriously? On this episode of The Commercial Break. I guess I recognized a little bit of Jerry in me. A little bit of me and Jerry. <laughs> I, I guess can I, see that. You see, how, you see how Jerry Garcia and me were together? We're like one, we're twisted in the cosmos together. Yeah, you, 33P, and Grateful Dead, very, very similar. We also had 30-minute jams, known as sound checks. <laughs> Chrissy and I spent a whole afternoon with a guy, and we walked in, and he's like, what do you want to do? And we're like, uh, you're the photographer, dude. <laughs> he spent hours trying to make us look skinnier, healthier, less hungover. Didn't work. Thank God for Adam. Yeah, you pose first, yeah. take the photo second. Thank God for Adam and his whiteboard. We wouldn't know how to light everyone on Instagram. He's Adam the liar. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Cats and kittens, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend Kristen Joy. Hoodly best to you, Kristen. Bestie Brian. And bestie you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the Commercial Break. They keep on coming. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is all for you in 15 seconds or less. Are your money back? Go to the brand new TCBpodcast.com to collect your earnings. Chrissy. Joy, I'm out of water, was what I just realized as we're coming into the episode. Did you know that psychologists, psychiatrists have now determined that people have emotional support bottles? Water bottles? <laughs> you know that that's a thing? I mean, I might have one. I have this one that yeah. I absolutely love, and I use it all the time. And it's yours, and you like to carry Iron it around? Iron flask, yeah. yeah. And you get nervous when it's not around? No. I do. I get nervous. I do. But... Astrid, Astrid <laughs> But I carry hates, it with me all the time. Hates hates me. And I'll tell you why Astrid hates me. Well, one of the reasons Astrid hates me. One of the reasons my wife hates me is because I always have to be carrying around some kind of cup or or bottle with liquid in it. Whether yes. it's coffee in the morning or water in the afternoon, I can never seem to leave it in the car. I'm a person, yeah. too. And I never drink it. I yeah, never I, once take a sip out of it. I drink mine. But I always need, <laughs> I always need it right there with me. And you don't know how many thousands of times. Like, just today, we were shopping. Just today. And I had my coffee cup with me, my Starbucks silver coffee cup, you know, with the lock top and the whole nine yards. Okay, fancy. I will not drink it while I'm walking around that mall shopping for shoes. I will not at all. I will not at all while I'm in <laughs> that mall. You just had to carry it. I had to carry it. However, in two separate different stores, Astrid had to pick it up on the way out because I had <laughs> left it somewhere in the store. I never, I always lose those things. It's so obnoxious. And now I read an article where a therapist of some sort was saying some that her, she's noticing her clients are coming in with these bottles over and over again. Yeah. And when she starts discussing this with her clients, they're saying that they just, they and she was like, you're not drinking out of it. And there's water here available. If you need yeah. a glass, you can get up and get one. And <laughs> they're, they're like, like no. well, that's my bottle. Like, yeah. I need my baba. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I have, <laughs> I have a pinky. <laughs> my pinky baba. I can't take it anywhere. <laughs> Kristen Joy Hoadley. Yes. Hoadley. Yes. I have a question for you. Question from listeners. Fire away. Question from a listener. Okay. It says, Brian, 
What is the greatest American rock and roll band to ever grace these 50 states? Oh, wow. That's a big one. I know. I mean, don't say panic. Okay. It has to be from the U.S. because I would say the Rolling Stones. It has to be from the U.S. No, they're from the U.K. Those are the British boys from Down Under. I know, they're so good. Uh, Down Under is Australia. From Down Under. (laughs) (laughs) The Thunder from Down Under. Uh, God, it's hard right off the top of my head. I mean, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's a good one, I think. They're really, really good. Yeah. Nirvana. I mean, Nirvana is. Prince. I don't know if you can consider him a Not band. Not a band, but, you know, maybe Bruce some Springsteen. Some of my favorite Bruce Springsteen. Springs in the East Street, Street band, band might yeah. be one. Yeah, Grateful uh, Dead's in there somewhere. I think the Grateful Dead okay. is the quintessential American rock and roll band. I think they're the best that has ever graced these they're 50 certainly states. up there. And I'll explain why, because I know a lot of things about a lot of things. Yes, you do. Or I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. You know. I think I know a lot Don't of things. Don't you know? Well, with I this microphone and no one talking back to me, that's <laughs> just like I'm here. I'm here for it. I I am the deciding factor here at the commercial break, unless of course Chrissy gives me that look, and yes. then Chrissy's <laughs> the deciding factor. Uh, let's not fool anybody. Chrissy really wears the pants in this family. <laughs> I just talk more <laughs> or louder. One of the two. Uh, I'll tell you why the Grateful Dead I think is the quintessential. American rock and roll band. Yes. It's because out of the ethos from the primordial sludge, they built what it is to kind of be like that American spirit on the road. Mm-hmm. Jack Kerouac's open on the road, building a community, building your, choosing your tribe, but building a family. And Absolutely. while I don't think their music is the best that I've ever heard, I'm not a deadhead. I don't mm-hmm. need, you know, new part 77, man, Celeste's <laughs> bass solo was outrageous, dude. <laughs> I don't think any, I'm not that guy, yeah. but I can appreciate a, a good Grateful Dead jam. Right. I can get into a 30 minute do dark star. Grateful Dead. <laughs> I yes. can get into a Sugar Magnolia, into Fire on the Mountain, into Franklin's Tower, my back into Sugar Magnolia. My favorite is Terrapin Station. Terrapin Station's yeah. a good one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they created a whole counterculture, basically. They did. And for sure. Have you ever seen the, the documentary? Uh, one, a long strange trip. Yes. on Amazon. Yes, it's really good. I, it really affected me in a lot of ways because I, th- I really, I guess I recognized a little bit of Jerry in me, a little bit of me and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess can I, see that. You see how you see how Jerry Garcia and me were together. <laughs> yeah. We're like one. We're twisted in the cosmos together. <laughs> Yeah, you, 33P, and Grateful Dead, very, very similar. We also had 30-minute jams, known as sound checks. <laughs> Just had a few less people in the crowd. That's it. That's the only difference. We had a traveling group of people that came to the shows, but it was the guys that were playing on yes, stage. Exactly. So, same thing. You traveled Just, around. Yeah, we're, we're like on different parallels, me and Jerry, mm-hmm. but we're traveling in the same universe. Sphere. But I absolutely think that uh, Grateful Dead created such... A culture. There's, there's. They created their own culture. They created they their did. own religion. They created their own spirituality. Mm-hmm. And that movie, Long Strange Trip, is one of the most amazing rock and roll documentaries I have ever seen. It's amazing because it doesn't get into the nitty gritty almost ever. It talks a lot about the drugs, and I mean a lot about the drugs. Mm-hmm. But it never gets into like it doesn't talk about Woodstock at length. It doesn't share every single detail of how the band came together and who met who and what. It just kind of it pieces it together in a way that's very much um, more mythology than actual. Uh, like it's it's not a chronology it's mythology and i loved it so much one yeah it's a great movie that documentary had me convinced and still to this day has me convinced that the greatest american rock and roll band of all time has to be has to be must be 
the Grateful Dead. There you go. Grateful Dead, mm-hmm. Josh. There you go. That's it. And I know that's not what you want to hear. You're probably asking for Poison or some shit like that. But Josh, <laughs> Poison is not the greatest American rock and roll band that ever lived. Brad Michaels, however, does have the greatest hair in rock and roll. Yes. Because he can comb it on a on a stand before he puts it on his that's head. Right. <laughs> Similar to Dolly. I saw an image of him without his wig on. You did? Yes, it was disturbing. Yeah, doesn't the headband hold it in place? Yeah, the headband holds it in place. It's like one of those you buy <laughs> yeah. at the Grateful Dead Shakedown yeah, Street <laughs> to put on your head. <laughs> the craziest story in that whole fucking movie, Long Strange Trip, which if you haven't seen is on Prime right now, and it's it's six parts. Did you notice also that the movie, the each each chapter, which there's eight chapters or seven chapters, mm-hmm. the the actual like content of it is only 36 minutes long, but it's 58 minutes long. Mm-hmm. That means that they dedicated 22 minutes to the fucking credits. Did you notice that on each episode, the no. the credits went on it's for been 22 a while minutes? Since I've seen it. Okay, go, yeah. go back and look I'll at one of those episodes. It. Yeah. Because, you know, I had to play in here in the studio and I was like, oh, and then it just went on. The song went on and on forever. And I turned around and it's the credits for 22 fucking minutes. <laughs> a Martin, lot of people to thank. Uh, that Martin Scorsese, he wants to thank everybody, everybody on Dolly. The craziest story that comes out of that movie. Craziest story. The Grateful Dead are invited on to a show that used to run on ABC called Playboy After Dark. Oh, right. And Playboy After Hugh Dark Hefner. was Hugh Hefner mm-hmm. doing a, you know, a late night talk show, kind of, but he was doing it from a quote unquote apartment in, in the Playboy building. smoking jacket. In his smoking robe. jacket. It was a party. It looked like an apartment. There was a party. There was mm-hmm. a bunch of girls and guys in cocktail gowns and all this other stuff walking around drinking and, and Hugh would walk and then it, there'd be famous people in the crowd and Hugh would walk up to them. He'd interview with them. And I've watched a few episodes of this now. It's actually pretty good. You know, there's some pretty good interviews in there. He did a, he <laughs> I do did a remember good job. this part of the movie because wasn't somebody yeah, hold on, hold on. the whole time. <laughs> so it'd be way better <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about the personality of Jerry Garcia and how everybody wants to think of Jerry as like this big, lovable, huggable teddy bear who just, you know, w- walked through life kind of, uh, I don't know, like a Buddha. But he wasn't. He was a really uh, kind of, I, I don't know, he was almost like a merry prankster in a way. And he wasn't always lovey-dovey. Mm-hmm. And he decided when he got, they got invited to Playboy After Dark, they were disappointed to find out that there wasn't an apartment. It was an actual soundstage. Yes. They're also disappointed to find out that all the people who were at the party were not there for a party. They were the extras. They yes. were being paid to be there and look like they were at a party. Mm-hmm. And so they had a guy in the band who's... Only responsibility was to carry around a vial of liquid acid. That's what he would do. And they were doing this night after night after night after night, hundreds upon thousands of micrograms of acid every single night for years. The Grateful Dead were. The drugs are such a big part of their story. They, yeah, they decided they weren't into this. They weren't into a bunch of extras pretending to like their music. They wanted those extras to really feel the music. So what was actually being served in those glasses was coffee and water, not alcohol. So they put a half a vial of liquid <laughs> yes. acid in the coffee. And you can see it. On, if you go back, if you can find this, I found it on the Internet Archive. If you can find the video of this actual The Grateful Dead playing at this after dark party, it is clear that everyone turns real fucking weird, real fucking quick. <laughs> the women are like dancing around and laughing and rolling on the floor. And the guys are like, you know, staring at the ceiling. It's like the weirdest thing that ever happened. And Jerry, meanwhile, is playing the entire time, laughing his yeah. balls off. He thinks this is the funniest fucking thing that ever happened. 
Jerry and I are exactly alike. Yes. I dosed your coffee this morning, so there you go, Chrissy. Oh, you did. Shit's about to get weird. Hello, funny feeling. Shit's about to get weird. <laughs> Better grab onto your emotional support bottle. That's right. Shit's about to get weird. Support wine glass. I wonder how popular the Grateful Dead would have been in the era of social media. Probably, I mean, they really got very popular at the end there. There was mm-hmm. like, they were saying on the on the documentary that the guys weren't into it when they had to start playing these really big stadiums because they were so far away from the crowd that they didn't feel the crowd was a part of it right. anymore. It felt really disconnected and the crowd had always been such a big part of their music. And then another thing that started happening is after that song came out on MTV, um, you yeah, know, yeah. I will survive. What is that? I forget that song. Anyway, the, uh, the video made them so incredibly popular and that album made them so incredibly popular. They had been a band for 30 years and they had their first like top 10 hit yes. with that song. And so all of a sudden, this very like subculture type of thing that was going on, the Grateful Dead and the Deadheads riding around the country, of course, they were known about, but it was still a very underground thing. It was, yeah. In overnight, they turned into a sensation 30 years into being a band. Yes. And now there are 20,000 people inside of the arenas or the stadiums, and now there are 20,000 people outside the arena. Right, trying to get in. They're trying to get in, and they don't give a fuck if they get in. They just want to party. Mm-hmm. And so things are getting out of control. People are getting arrested, and the police are beating the deadheads, and everyone's get people are dying because they're taking too many drugs. They're getting out of control. And Jerry, ref- the management, and every police officer and every official in the world is saying, Jerry, please put out a statement. statement. Just record yeah. a statement that says, hey, if you don't have a ticket to the show, don't come up. Because it's just getting out of control, and things are people are getting hurt, and it's really bad. Jerry refuses. Mm -hmm. I'm not a cop. I'm not going to be a cop. What people choose to do is what people choose to do. It's his whole ethos is I don't want to be responsible for anybody or anything. I'm barely responsible for myself. Right. (laughs) And so Phil Lesh ends up doing this. He says, you know what? Uh, You. You, you know, you, he, he puts out this whole statement and everybody basically laughs at it. You know, they're like, oh, he's just fucking fucking with us, man. We come to the, I mean, come to the Grateful <laughs> Dead, do a couple of G's of heroin, pass out on the street, throw up on a police officer's shoes. It got out of control. If they were here, if Jerry was still alive during the, the era of social media, I think they would, it would be like a whole different level of phenomena. And yeah, it would probably be even more magnified. Way more magnified. Sure. And... So, you know, it's I've I've been thinking about how the social media experience has affected our lives. These people get famous overnight for almost nothing. Just like the podcast here. We got famous overnight (laughs) for almost nothing. (laughs) But one of the things we have not figured out is social media. No, we haven't. So I'll explain to all the newcomers on board. Chrissy and I made our best effort. We really did make our best effort to try and put a social media channel together, I guess, so to speak. But no one responded. Yeah. Tens and tens and tens of thousands of people go to Grateful Dead concerts, but don't listen to our show. <laughs> you thought I was going to say listen to our show. I saw that. I saw that. A lot of people listen to our show, but no one ever goes to that fucking Instagram. Yeah, you got to be engaging, I think. Is yeah, what it is. I think you actually got to post stuff. You do. To... I haven't posted anything in like 10 <laughs> The months. last post is like January of 21. <laughs> <laughs> and every show I say, go to Ed the Commercial Break on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just scrap all that and embrace TikTok. 
Yeah, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm yeah. thinking about embracing TikTok. I like TikTok much more than I like Instagram. Yeah. I, and I've only been on it for like two weeks. So I like it much better. I like it. Yeah. I thought about just scrapping social media altogether. Mm-hmm. I thought about just saying, hey, listen, we're a podcast. That's what no, we, we do. we got to have a presence. We'll put out YouTube videos because there's at least somebody's paying attention out of the YouTube videos. But if we're going to get really good at social media, I think we're going to have to do a better job of making our profiles attractive. Yes. Like we got to, we got to, we need some help. We need some professional help, Chrissy. There are people out there. I found one. Okay. I was trolling on the internet. <laughs> as you do. As I do. And I found a social media guru who's going to help us make our social media profiles Fantastic. more attractive. Thank you for doing the legwork on that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's what I do, Chrissy. I'm here to help. I'm like the Jerry Garcia of the commercial break. <laughs> yes, you are. Noodling through. I'm noodling through. <laughs> I don't give a shit about you. I'm not responsible for you. <laughs> I refuse to put out a statement saying, stop coming to the commercial break tapings. <laughs> Hey, cats and kittens, welcome to the commercial break inside the commercial break. You are the best part of the commercial break, and Chrissy and I want to include you even more. So do us a favor. Hit us up with your comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas at one of two places, either 661-237-8296. You can text us or leave us a voicemail there, or you can send us an email through the website. Just go to tcbpodcast.com and hit the contact us button. While you're there, you can listen to all the audio or watch all the video right from one location tcbpodcast.com commercials am i right but for a lot of us independent creators it pays the bills and it keeps the content coming free and frequently to you so do us a favor take a listen to our sponsors and if you're ever in the market for their products or services you could use the urls or the specialized codes we drop inside of those ads that lets the sponsors that financially support us know that we're doing our job therefore and to for you are financially supporting us but you don't have to spend money to love on us, you can always leave us a review, a rating, or a comment on your favorite podcast player. Take two minutes. If you send us a screenshot, I'll send you some swag, and you'll forever be known in our hearts as the human who said they love the commercial break out loud to other people. At the commercial break on Instagram or TikTok and youtube.com slash the commercial break. The videos are edited with a lot of love, care, and extra comedy, so after you listen to it here, go watch it on YouTube and get an extra laugh you can put in your stash. We're going to hear about those sponsors now and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break the chance first of all who's clapping in this okay just to point this out this is a random human being on youtube who this this video has about 607 views so you can tell the popularity of his social media He doesn't seem to be taking his own advice. Yeah, he's first of all. Second of all, this guy is like mystery. He shows up at some, you know, hotel room, puts up a, a whiteboard and has, a plant. Yeah, and he has six people behind him clapping. <laughs> About what? What's he clapping Welcome. for? Welcome. You watching this video right now on social media are incredibly high. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, wherever you are watching this. And yet, I want to ask you one question. The energy that you put into online dating, like your online dating profile, does it match the energy that you put into being attractive on social media? I see it all the time, especially nowadays with Facebook dating, where Facebook dating populates your Facebook dating profile based off your Facebook. And you'll see these like awkward pictures, really lame answers that people put. And your social media just doesn't make you attractive. When you think about the celebrities and all the icons you know, that you really, <laughs> I love really the guy with like. the celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> they got some B-roll footage of the celebrity. <laughs> it's this guy. In a flannel shirt. I, I think this guy is about to tell you 
without having watched too much of this video, I think this guy is about to tell us that we're supposed to fake everything on our profile to make us more attractive. Makes sense. I think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Have huge followings. They're attractive on social media. Some of my favorite things to look at are like the Instagram models that do uh, Instagram versus... <laughs> of course! <laughs> Some of my favorite things to look at are big tits and tiny little bikinis. I'm Jack Jackanoff and I'm going to tell you how to get 607 views on your next YouTube. Reality. And they take the same picture twice. One of them is with all the lighting and all the touch-ups and the other one is them looking awkward and they just look like a normal human being. Every time I look at those, I don't think, ha ha, see, that's a real, regular, normal person. I think, wow, there's a lot of effort that goes into being attractive. <laughs> I think, wow, that's amazing. How did you make yourself look so beautiful with all those boobs and all that makeup? Social media. And then when I look at that, I think the reason that most people are unattractive on social media is because they're unwilling to put the effort in to make themselves more attractive. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. To fake it. Yeah, they're, un- <laughs> they're unwilling to spend thousands of dollars to make fake photography. pictures. Maybe and that's why we don't have a social media yeah. presence. It's because we just don't ever give a shit. No. Yeah. I don't do my makeup before I, I come on the commercial I'm break. With Little secret. <laughs> now, there's a phrase that people always say at this point. Anyone want to guess what that phrase is? Where in the world? <laughs> this is ridiculous. There's people in these like card tables. Yeah, there's seven uh, people at a card table, and the, wh- they look bored. Did you think they paid to get in there? <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. He probably picked them off off the street, yeah, right? Please come and be a part of this video. Yeah, I'm faking this video, so <laughs> I'm trying to make this video look good. Life isn't real life. Why should I pretend to be someone I'm not? That's the phrase that we hear. Well, the simple answer is because most people are lusting after people who are portraying themselves in their best light. Ah, best light wow. or fake light? This guy's a class A <laughs> asshat. <laughs> yeah, best light means fake light. Right. Best light means, you know, I made it all up for Instagram. And he's exactly. encouraging you to do the same thing. I mean, it's so crazy. Case in point, I see a friend of ours that we know that um, all the time, you know, looks like they are just having the On time top of, of the world. Life. Yeah. They're jetting here, there, everywhere. Scuba, dab, dab, positive and all kinds of stuff. But yet, behind closed doors, they're, they're, they're a fucking shit show. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing good going on in their lives. <laughs> now, listen, that's that's also a very serious thing too. But I would pretty much, I would pretty much think that any therapist or any sociologist or anyone who's paying attention to the social media phenomenon, which is everyone, would tell you to do the exact opposite. Trying to live up to crazy standards will drive you fucking crazy. That's why there's a big uh, issue with adolescent, you know, because these kids are seeing things they can't live up to. Yeah. This lights and Photoshop and everything. I know. I'm trying to make myself look like a 13-year-old influencer (laughs) on fucking TikTok. (laughs) I feel like I'm never going to be that. Not about who you're not. That Instagram model is that Instagram model. They have spent time, energy, and effort to know how to portray themselves in their best light. I am the same me that I always am. But when I look back at my Facebook and I look at my 10-year challenge, what I looked like 10 years ago and what I look like today, I am far more attractive today than I was 10 years ago. (laughs) Good for you, buddy. I think your dad bod would argue differently, but okay. If I look at myself 10 years ago compared to 10 years before then, I was more attractive 10 years ago than I was 20 years ago. My attractiveness has improved. In fact, if I was to draw it here, <laughs> he's about to draw a graph chart. <laughs> it's attractiveness. 
I love this. That's a uh, <laughs> Wait, let's 19. see. It would look that like, looks like a boner. <laughs> <laughs> look at my attractiveness. It went up by six inches. Why, Brian? Why, Brian? Three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a class A douche. I mean, wow. When I look at myself, my attractiveness went up like a hockey stick. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> is that why you're doing social media conferences to seven people who do not look interested in anything you have to say? No. My social media, my personal posts, everything. That's a hell of a graph chart that he yeah, just drew. He, <laughs> he drew a circle. He drew a half circle. That's he it. drew a boner, basically. <laughs> I mean, it just goes up. That is a conscious effort that I put in to make myself more attractive as time goes on. I already know what 65-year-old me looks like. You guys don't know, but I'll I do. look better than ever. I'm going to look like the most. I'm getting younger as we speak. I'm like Benjamin Button. Why, Brian, 3,000. Thanks for the magic yeah. Photoshop. These results have been never guaranteed by the FDA. <laughs> Because I'm going after the Dos Equis most interesting man in the world. That is the look that Aww. I want. I'm starting it today, and when I'm 65, that's the goal. I think that that's a pretty attractive man. 65, traveling the world, doing crazy things, sword fighting on top of castles. And doing oh, like I bet you're sword fighting on top of castles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you using as swords? That boner you just drew? I mean... Yeah. Come on, man. On top of castles? Who's 65 and sword fighting on top of castles? What the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> I'm scuba diving with elephants. <laughs> or else he does. And I'm like, that's where I want to be when I'm 65 years old. I think I'm well on so my way. So what I want to do is put together a photo shoot yeah. on a castle. So what I want to do is I want to buy a castle. <laughs> I'm gonna, Hire a whole yeah. set. I gotta find another sixty-five-year-old with a dick just as big as this one, and then we're gonna get up there and start swinging it. at each other. I'm gonna post it. I'm doing whatever else he does, and I'm like, that's where I want to be when I'm sixty-five years old. I think I'm well on my way to that. People that know me are like, yeah, Adam's kind of like already there. But that Adam, Adam's a pretty much of an asshole. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he's, he's an asshole. Yeah, people that know me know. Oh, I can see all the people that know Adam watching this going, like, what a uh, fucking cock. Yeah. <laughs> he is not better looking than he was 10 years ago. That's the, that's the goal. But this is a conscious effort. Every time I make an effort to make myself more attractive, it takes time, energy, and commitment. Why is he putting bad B-roll footage in between it's these shots? It's a photo shoots too. Like, I, I know. Mean, I guess he's suggesting that you need to get a professional, a professional photographer photo for your Instagram. Which we did do. Yeah, which we did do. <laughs> I think we've used one of those pictures. <laughs> they are good. To be fair, they are good. But we used one of them. Chrissy and I spent a whole afternoon with a guy. And we walked in and he's like, what do you want to do? And we're like, oh, you're the photographer, dude. <laughs> he spent hours trying to make us look skinnier, healthier. Less hungover. <laughs> Didn't work. Uh, People around me that watch me do this say to me, wow, you're so amazing. You do all these great things. And uh, you're so lucky. Wow, you're so amazing. You do all these great things. You're well on your way to being the world's most interesting man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's around him? People he pays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know people That's, like this. Yeah. yeah, they have posses they walk around with. Mm -hmm. I go to these conferences, some of these podcasters, oh, they yeah. have posses that they walk around with. And <laughs> six or seven people holding their coffee and jotting down notes as they talk. And 
<laughs> that's, that's they are. I swear to God, I swear on all this holy. There's one character in the industry that I know that just walks around, and every time that that person talks, someone else is behind them jotting down notes. Someone is holding their coffee. Someone's got their bag. Someone mm-hmm. is running to the next person. To, hey, um, so and so is coming by. Can you have a minute to talk? And it's like, oh my God, really? fucking podcaster (laughs) let's not get it twisted what we do here is unimportant in every stretch of the word that's true there is nothing important about what we're doing for entertainment only yeah yeah, that's it but some people think they're important i mean listen i guess if if you're making a hundred million dollars don't you know who i think yeah don't you know who i think i am (laughs) better than most not as good as the best that's that's the commercial break in a nutshell. <laughs> if we ever start taking ourselves too seriously, please call us on our bullshit. Please. please. You know, it's, it's so fortunate to be in that situation. It's not luck. It's not fortune. It's hard work. It's not luck. It's not fortune. It's daddy's credit card. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I'm on my third range over this month. Thanks, daddy. <laughs> Good night, my binky. <laughs> my water bottle. My, my water bobby. Action. They're the people that everybody wants. And it's not because they're beautiful. It's not because they're attractive. Yes, it is. Yes, Yes, it it is. is. (laughs) It's because of the effort they put in. No, it's not. No one gives a shit. No one looks at Instagram and goes, wow, that's a lot of effort you put in. I'm that's. I got a chubby over all that effort. (laughs) I mean, come on. I don't sit around looking at hot Instagram models and thinking about all the effort Effort. they put in. That shows the result of them being attractive. So... When it comes to yourself and your social media profile, you gotta ask yourself, what does your social media profile say about you? Once upon a time, social media wasn't as important as it is today. Nowadays, I like to think of it as your life resume. If somebody wants- <laughs> Wow, dude. Your life did you resume. Have to, uh, I guess, did you do ayahuasca to come up with <laughs> that great interpretation of life in general? Once upon a time, social media wasn't that important, but now it's your life's resume. If that's my life's resume, I haven't been alive yeah, since 21. <laughs> I died in the pandemic. <laughs> Give you a job. If somebody wants to date you, if somebody wants to hang out with you and be your friend, your social media is one of the first things they'll look at. I really like this person. They They're super cool. Yeah. Let me check out their social media. Let me check out their social media. Wait. Oh, wait, wait. Uh. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> they put zero effort into that photograph. <laughs> Hey, John, it's Brian. Just called to let you know I can't be friends with you. You put zero to little effort into your photographs on Instagram. I'm really disappointed by your life's resume. I gotta go. Don't hang around with effortless losers. (laughs) You're like, wow, that was a weird phone call. Who's Brian? (laughs) When somebody meets you, it's very common to trade Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever. And then they'll go through it and they'll look back over the last couple of months to see what kind of person you are. They'll see how you vote. They'll see how you treat people online. They'll see all sorts of things about you. So if you want to portray yourself in your best light possible and be as attractive as possible... Lie! (laughs) (laughs) Lie. That's what he's telling you to do. Yeah. He's telling you to lie. Exactly. Yeah, don't be honest. Portray yourself as something... Portray yourself as something you're not. Exactly. Because that's going to make you more attractive. But don't worry about the lying part. It's the effort you put in that they'll appreciate. Exactly, yes. Uh, All those, you know, paid photographs. I'm not a 23-year-old millionaire (laughs) with a huge cock. (laughs) But I put a lot of effort into pretending I was. 
It's okay, honey. I still think you're super hot. It's all that effort. <laughs> to develop an attractive social media profile. So when it comes to social media, there's some key elements that we need to look at about your profile. It, uh, could you stop with all the fucking music, dude? Could you stop with all the... Your life is changing while you're listening to Adam. <laughs> He's telling you how to be a better person by lying. <laughs> He's Adam, the liar. Bob, are going to make you naturally more attractive. The first oh, let's see what he does uh, here. Is photos... The second are posts. The first. Dude, what is this guy has a whiteboard so he can write words that he's saying down? I hate these type first of people. Photos. photos. Second, post yeah. them. And by the way. God, I never would have thought of that. He's I mean, writing in God. Sanskrit. He doesn't even have. He can't <laughs> thank God he's telling me how to do it. First you take I photos, know. then you then post them. Then you post them. I mean, light bulb moment. Uh, we have been posting <laughs> and then we've been taking the photos. Yeah. <laughs> Check out this great photo from the photo shoot, and then three weeks later, the photo comes. That's how I was taught. Yeah. Thank God for Adam. Yeah, you pose first, yeah. take the photo second. Thank God for Adam and his whiteboard. We wouldn't know how to light everyone on Instagram. He's Adam, the liar. Is your about or your description? Oh, oh, wow, we're getting deep. deep. I mean, he's giving us, he's unlocking the key. Uh, yeah, however much we paid for this, I mean, double it. it. <laughs> <laughs> because this is great information. Fill out your about. You, gotta, you fill right. out your about, yeah. but lie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't tell the truth. Put effort into lying on that part. These are what I would consider things that make you attractive on social media. I've actually seen situations where you look through somebody's social media, and as you go through it, you realize that all they They're do is post pictures themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <And they don't laughs> doesn't take me long to figure that one out. Communicate or type or text, and those profiles are kind of boring. Like you kind of lose interest in them. You they really were real. You want to be massive. Yeah, oh yeah, because uh, real, real life is not all that interesting. <laughs> Wake up, shit, shower, shave, do it again tomorrow. I mean, come on. <laughs> Occasionally on Saturday, I climb Stone Mountain like yeah. 300 other people taking the same fucking photograph. What do you want me to do, Adam? You want me to take out the mountain and pretend I'm Superman? Look, I've learned how to fly today. You need to have all four of these things in line. So we're going to tackle each one of these separately, and we're going to talk about what you could do to make each one Optimized. Wow, someone actually paid this guy for this course. This is insane. I hope not. No. I hope not. I no. hope these are people just off the street that actually got $100 just for sitting yeah, through his bullshit. Yeah, but if you have to be taught how to make a post yeah, on Instagram, <laughs> you should not be on Instagram. Exactly. I mean, we all learn at some point, but if you can't figure that out in like 10 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> you're my mom. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> I'm twatting. Okay, mom. Did you get my twat message? <laughs> no, I did not, Mom. Oh, I thought I sent two of them. You did? Yeah. <laughs> Who'd you send them to? I'm not sure. I pressed the button that said tweet. So we'll start with photos. There are a couple of key elements that make photos look good. One, you need to be the subject of the photo. One, you need to have a completely different body double. You're ugly. <laughs> You need to go into a field. Yeah. This is what he's saying. First fast for 24 to 72 days. Second, work out hard for 24 to 72 days. Third, get a body double. You're still ugly. Photo. If you're taking pictures of your food, of landscapes, and you're not in them, 
then you're missing out on a huge opportunity. You need to be in every picture on your Facebook or, or, or on your Instagram, or at least in the majority of them. It's even better if that picture is further away. Not because you don't want to be close to the picture, but because it makes you seem more like a subject, like a, a star of a movie, or, you know, the subject... <laughs> what in the good fuck? Where did this guy learn? <laughs> it's, he made this up all on his own. I'm dying to know what his actual social media looks like. We should look this I up. Know. I don't even... I wish I... Uh... Adam. Here he's showing somebody that somebody Social that rented a hot media. air balloon and <laughs> expert. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get up in that air balloon and go seven thousand feet in the sky. I'm gonna take a picture of you. You're gonna be a movie star. <laughs> Uh, let's see Adam's social media expert here let's see if we can uh, Is it? I think it's Adam Gray I think is his name and he's a social media I, yeah you're right we have to know oh no that's definitely not him this guy's 72 years old <laughs> no that's him he's just putting in effort he's just putting in effort okay here I'll let this play and I'll see if I can find it a modeling shoot meaning you need somebody else to take your picture for you now, there's a couple of ways of doing this. One is get used to the selfie timer. Hit the selfie button, put it over there and take a picture of yourself. The other way to do it is just ask a friend to take pictures of you. But no matter what, even if yeah, I take a picture of you. Yeah, you just be that annoying friend. Who's, take a picture of me. Yeah, be that absolutely obnoxious. I need to post it. I need to post it. I know. Okay, here we go. Hold on one second. Uh, <laughs> I think I got him here. Ask the dating coach. <laughs> ask the dating coach. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dating coach too yeah he's a dating coach too oh, of oh course he is. yeah trust me there's a lot of we're this is this guy's gonna be with us for a long time uh <laughs> ask the dating coach is such an ask the dating coach.com here we go uh i just have to find out oh he wants me to join his mailing list adam lyons is his name okay okay now we'll go to adam this is i guarantee he has like a hundred 25,000 followers, none of which interact with his posts. Yeah. Let's watch this. Adam Lyons, uh, social media expert. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> oh, he doesn't even have page? an Instagram. What? That's crazy. No, he doesn't have it on his page. How do you? How are you going to be giving social media experts and then you don't even have a page here? Like that clicks through to. Okay, wait, hold on. I found it. I found it. All right, here it is. Nope, that is also definitely not him. He's a creative sorcerer. (laughs) Okay, we'll look it. I'll look it up and I'll I'll find out. But I guarantee this guy has his social media posts must be wild. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Wild for the picture, if I could. Because the more you show a picture of yourself with the food, the more attractive you're going to be. Now, that doesn't mean... No, that's not right. That's <laughs> not right. That's not right at all. Have I ever told you the story? Have I ever Which told one? you the story Which about uh, the lonely fans girl yes. on my Facebook? Let me yes. explain for those of you who haven't been yes. around since episode number two. Yes. On episode number two, I explained that the entire... The entirety since the pan- of the pandemic, since the pandemic has started, I understand sex work is work and I'm not making fun of that. That's not what I'm making fun of. Please understand me. 
But OnlyFans, OnlyFans, who is a big source of revenue for a lot of people, and especially during the pandemic, and especially a lot of females who had some measure of fandom, yes. and then they would go and take you know risque photographs, and they would put them up, and people would pay them good money for that. People are making hundreds of thousands of dollars that way. We're However, soon going to be doing that with our feet. Yes, I'm soon going to be doing that with my feet. And I might move up to my penis if things go well. I'm just <laughs> sharing that. <laughs> I'm going to show the Adam curve. Um, this girl... All she was doing on her Facebook for months and months and months were showing risque photos in rather revealing not l- lingerie. And we're talking like the kind of lingerie that shows your nipples and your whole chucha, right? Yeah. There's no covering sheer. up whatsoever. Yeah, it's totally sheer. It's not my style. She wasn't my style. I, I wouldn't, I don't, you yeah. know, it wasn't my thing. I wouldn't have paid. But what she would do to beat the algorithm is she would build a story and that story would have two pictures of her eating some kind of food, which was absolutely disgusting. No one wants to see that food in your fucking mouth. And then some and then some picture of her nipple and then back to some picture of the food. It was gross. Don't do that. Don't put yourself in food photographs. I don't have pictures of just my food up on social media because I absolutely do. But it's a rarity. I'm far more likely to put a picture of myself. That's what I mean. At the top of the mountain and (laughs) Hungary. I'm the world's most interesting man. Everyone wants to see me in the photographs. (laughs) Hey, it's me. Taking pictures of me. (laughs) I like to find a balance so I don't look completely vain. I like to find a balance between really vain and absolutely vain. Somewhere in there, it's just mainly vain. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe he's actually putting this on video. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Can. But still, you got to make sure that you appear in your pictures at least somewhat frequently. Another key element that's going to make your pictures look more attractive is get them professionally done. Like something that is really fun to do, especially nowadays, is if you've got a friend with a DSLR camera, hire them once a month, pay them fifty bucks to come out with you and take some pictures. I'm not talking about. First of all, good luck finding a <laughs> photographer for fifty bucks. My son wouldn't take your photographs for 50 bucks, and he's four. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, Dad, what's up? Give me a hundo. What's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian. Yeah. I'll pay you 50 bucks if you come to a field with me and take some pictures. Hey, why don't you take that 50 bucks to shove it up your ass? <laughs> I could make... He takes $50 to fill up your gas tank. Yeah, I could take one <laughs> picture of me eating chicken pot pie on OnlyFans and make 100 <laughs> Doesn't even fill up your gas tank. Doesn't buy a gallon of milk these days. 50 bucks. What's this guy talking about? First of all. Second of all, you don't want to seem too vain, but you want to hire a photograph, a photographer every 30 days to take new photographs of you? You're not getting that much better looking by with age. Fine. A friend with a DSL camera. Okay. First of all, very few people have those now. That's right. Let's be real. Yeah. Our phone is our, our phone camera. Is our DSLR guy. Is our camera. That camera. And if you do, if the person does have the DSL com- camera, they're not they're not interested. 50 for 50 bucks. Yeah, they're not doing it in 50 bucks. And they're not interested <laughs> in taking Take your social yeah. media photographs. No. Yeah, they already hate doing those weddings. <laughs> they want to be some highbrow yeah. photographer showing their work in New York. They don't want to take your social media <laughs> fucking photograph. How do so the green shoes go with your, the brown can pants? I see, can I see your portfolio? Well, yes. This is when I took Brian's yeah. social this is media a, pictures. Wow, there's like oh, thousands of photographs in here. Yeah, 99% Brian, of Brian's Instagram Brian, pictures. Brian hired me once a month. This is Brian in a hot air balloon. This is Brian eating a hot dog, but from far away, so it seems like he's famous. This is Brian in the mirror. This is Brian in the mirror again. This is... Brian showing himself again in the mirror. 
Brian in the field. Here's Brian going out on Friday night. He didn't really go out. He just dressed up. Here's Brian going out on Saturday night. I had to get him up for that photograph. Here's Brian doing Sunday brunch, but it's really in his back porch with his kids. He's still single, by the way. But I got $5,000 out of it. That gives me 50 bucks every time. <laughs> oh, this is so honing in stupid. on your skills. Yeah, I'm honing in on my, on my social media skills. You got to spend it to make it, if you know what I mean. I'm going to be an influencer as soon as I get over that 500 follower mark. It's, they say the first three are the hardest. <laughs> right. Not a professional, just a friend with a good camera. You give them 50 bucks, they get to practice using their brand new camera they spent a couple of thousand dollars on and aren't using. <laughs> That'll they, really help pay yeah, off that's, that that's great, that's great news, great. Adam. But, <laughs> that's great news, Adam. Wow, really this is a really well day. thought out course here, bud. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, how much did daddy pay to rent that hotel room? Because I can guarantee that's what's going on here. What do you think? Yeah, Trust sure. fund or daddy? Something. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You get some really cool pictures. And if you did that once a month, once a quarter, once a year at least, get a variety of pictures. I'm just picturing too, like me looking at you know Insta and be like, oh, it's that time of year again. Yeah, <laughs> Brian's, Brian's got a new thirty pictures. <laughs> Wait, if I think about it, I actually know somebody <laughs> who does this. Somebody watched this video. Yes. I actually know. I think so. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking yes. about. Oh, uh, shit. Sorry, we're not making fun. It's, you know, do what you want to do. God bless you. Now I realize I'm making direct fun of one of my friends. Because they absolutely do this. And now I'm thinking about it. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but God bless. You know, you get yes. to a certain age. You need a photographer to make you look good. Things. And you're gonna look great. And stop with the fucking inspirational music in the background. This is no. not inspirational. No. And then the last element, if I could give it to you, is this. It's this word. Candid. You want candid pictures. The candid picture is one where you're not looking. The at The candid camera. one where you if got you a photographer to that's right. The candid, photographer to yeah. The candid photograph where the <laughs> photographer posed. sets it up. Yeah. <laughs> the candid pose. I know. I always think when <laughs> when Astrid and I get that once a year obligatory family photograph yes. shit, and the good, then she's like, "Let's just take a couple candids," and I'm like, "None of this is candid. <laughs> candid means off the top. It means I did it on accident. Right. It means I'm not putting it. You know, I'm not setting it all yeah. up. The truth is, is, I'm standing here with you for seven hours in the hot fucking sun trying to get my son to shut. Up. I look fat, ugly, I dark circles. I don't want to take any more photographs. Chrissy and I did a photo shoot under duress. They had to drag us there. It's very rare for the, any of the actors to look directly into the camera. They'll look around at everything except directly down the camera lens. Oh, that just That's means candid is when you just look away from directly the at the camera? Yeah. Like you're yeah. just looking away? Yeah, the look away shot, hey. which is, yeah. <laughs> Over there, over here, the one where you're just staring up in the air. By the way, that's all my photographs because I can't stand looking at the picture, so I just turn my head. I'm looking at something. So if you ever see a photograph of me looking at something, I'm really not looking at anything. More immersive experience. That means most of us are used to seeing celebrities who don't look at the camera. And so what we want to do Somebody is make goes, sure. Yeah, someone's a teacher's pet. Someone's been don't studying. Don't look at yeah. the camera. Don't look at the camera. Are we done yet over here? <laughs> you said you were going to serve us lunch. <laughs> We've been here for three hours. 
that as often as possible we're getting pictures where we're not looking directly in the camera. I actually have a friend of mine that will set up a selfie camera and then not look at the camera and do an activity and set it so they'll take like 20 pictures of themselves at a distance. <laughs> and Brilliant! Brilliant! This man is a genius! <laughs> set up the selfie timer, yeah. then look away <laughs> and do an activity yeah. and take like 20 pictures of yourself. Who's your friend? <laughs> Who's your friend, sir? He needs his own Wikipedia page. Someone sign him up for a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> He's got the candid down automatically. <laughs> He's set up his candids. <laughs> we'll go back through, pick the one that's good. That's the one that goes up on social media. So that's how you get good photos. And this should be a conscious effort. If I was going to give you a task, I would say for the next month, go through and make sure you upload one picture every oh, single day. Oh, here comes more music. God damn, this oh, is no. stupid. That follows this process. It's one where you're not holding the camera and it's a candid cam- uh, candid picture. Uh, also learn a little bit about lighting. You'll Smile. Make a big difference. <laughs> you're on candid camera. Ha! <laughs> I get, there's 800 and 600 and some odd people that watch this video. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of them have taken this advice. And I bet we could spot them if we went through their Instagram yeah. page. They'd be looking away from the camera. <laughs> He says, learn a little bit about lighting. lighting. Okay, we're getting they'll to the good like, stuff oh, next, which is just post area. Yeah. And then they'll take a picture of themselves, but they're in shadow because they can see the light and they assume it's on them, but that's not necessarily true. <laughs> so just understand that. <laughs> Silly beginners. <laughs> Silly lying beginners. They need to learn how to lie better. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Uh, they, they tricks on to, them, jokes on them. They've jokes got a shadow. Jokes on them, they've got a shadow. <laughs> they think they've got this bullshit down, but they do not. They need much more experience faking life before they'll actually know how to live. And sometimes it makes sense to spin in a circle until the camera looks good and you can see that you and the background are both easily to be seen. Spin oh, yeah, I'm going to spin in a circle before <laughs> I take my picture. <laughs> Fucking hate selfies. <laughs> And I, I'm never going to spin in a circle, Chrissy. The second you see me spinning in a circle with a selfie. <laughs> Could you just see me like at some industry conference or just like spinning around in circles? You should do a video. I'm trying it. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm trying to get the lighting right. Posts. What do you write about? This is how people are going to judge you. A lot of us say oh. yeah, freedom of speech. How, how stupidly vain. Judge you. Judge you. Who gives a shit what I people mean, think about I you? Know. I mean, I guess that's kind of the point of putting stuff on social media is so that other people can figure out stuff about you yeah. or you wouldn't put it on social media. Yeah. But honestly, who gives it? Don't give a shit about what people think no. about you. There's a saying or that I've had for a long time ago. A saying I've had for a long time. What you think of me I, is none of my business. Exactly. That's it. Period, end of sentence. Whether it's good or bad or indifferent, it's none of my fucking business. Mm -hmm. That's why reading reviews on this podcast is like (laughs) my least favorite thing to do. Because honestly, I mean, I care if I I want you to laugh. I hope that in a moment in time, I'm giving you some relief from your stressful day or I gave you a giggle and that made you feel good. But what you really think about me, I don't care. That protects me from all the bad reviews. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That way of thinking protects my little feelings. can write whatever I want. It's my voice. That's not actually true. Most social media platforms have rules about what you can and can't post. It's not a public forum. It is a private company and they do get to monitor what you say. So if they have guidelines... Well, I wish they monitored a little bit more of what people say, actually. (laughs) 
<laughs> selling people are going yeah. crazy I on know. these things. Yeah. And the best thing that I can suggest is only do positive posts. If you go back through every social media post I've made in the last goodness knows how many years, she's so positive. excited she's to so, read that. Yeah, there's more stock photography of some girl that's really excited to read some posts. <laughs> she's like, whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Going to burn down the skate capital today. <laughs> oh, happy joy. Even when bad things have happened in my life, I often write positive things about it. I try and find the silver lining in anything. Because why do not I not find that hard to believe, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life is manufactured, bro. Yeah. A therapy session. It's not a place for me to vent. It's a place for me to inspire and to help others. And that's the whole point. So Wow, you've really inspired Chrissy and I. Yeah. You've inspired Chrissy and I to, to do not. a bunch more videos on you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Should always be positive. If you can do that, your attractiveness will go through the roof. You're about... Again, when people write an about, they'll often be dismissive. People tend to write like, I don't know what to write here, so I just wrote some random crap about me. If you start with, I don't know what to write here, that literally means you don't know who <laughs> Who is that, Johnny Depp from The Matrix? You Go to, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break and watch the actual video. He is literally putting, he's put inspirational music behind all of his talking, which is absolutely obnoxious. You should never do that. Second of all, unless you're actually talking about something inspirational. Uh, second of all, he is interspersing yes. all of these stock. stock clips that make yeah. no sense with what he's talking about. Right now, we're looking at a guy who's got sunglasses on, and in those sunglasses, something's <laughs> spinning around. I don't know. It's so stupid. He's got stupid. his fingers on his chin. Yeah, like he's, he's very thinking. pensive. Yeah. yeah. This is the t- point where you're supposed to let people know about yourself. If I was going to do it, and I wasn't address as good as doing it. Yeah. Right come, steal, come on Come now. steal all of everything that's in my house when I post yeah. about going on vacation. That's right. We're going to be in Disney World <laughs> from the 7th through to the 13th. Right. This is where I live. My, um, <laughs> the code to my nest is 7745. <laughs> Feel free to come on by. <laughs> Take a look at my Instagram photographs. And the easiest way to an FAQ would actually be to start with a positive post on your social media I'd be like, hey guys, if you could ask me anything about myself, what would you ask? Oh my God, who are these people? If someone on my fucking Facebook wrote, hey guys, uh, if you could ask me anything in the world, what would it be? I'd be like, can you shut up for two seconds about yourself? Because no one likes you. I'd be like, why does everyone hate you? That'd be my question. Oh, I figured it out. It's because you make stupid posts like this one. Oh my God. Adam. Oh, sorry. Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam. Buddy, yeah. buddy, buddy. Wow. You're, you're one of my new favorites, dude. And uh, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get back to this. I'm sorry. I know I got to cut it short, but we can't go on forever and ever because then people don't listen. And then we're just basically talking to no one. We used to do like hour and a half episodes right at the beginning of the show. We like, did. Yeah, like episode one through six. But we quickly found out that after 52 minutes, people just went away. So yeah. we were doing 52 minutes of content for everybody. Well, not everybody, three people. And then we were doing 42 minutes of content yeah. for nobody. Yeah. So Chrissy and I made a promise to each other. We did. We Keep won't go too long. Yeah, but we'll try and get through the video or the clip if we can. And I'm going to find his Instagram. Yeah, we got to find his Instagram. We'll come back to it. We'll make it social media week here on the commercial yes. break. How's that? Let's post about it. I got some TikTok it. videos. I got some Instagram <laughs> videos. We'll post about it. Social media week here on the commercial break. <laughs> I got to get my emotional water, Baba. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get back to social media. Oh, my God. So much fun. Go to tcbpodcast.com. 
There's where you can find all the audio and all the video. You can connect with us. Hit the Contact Us button. Send us an email. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas. We love them. Keep keep them coming. There's a lot of people out there who send me links and all kind of stuff. I love it. Keep it coming. And just know, if you haven't seen your content idea on the commercial break yet, that means nothing because we are constantly... I mean, we could be... 15 episodes ahead we could be three episodes ahead it just means we probably haven't gotten to it yet so i try and respond to everybody but if you sent me something don't worry we'll probably get to it uh we'll probably Probably. get to probably i want to put probably because not every idea is a good idea uh add the commercial break on instagram (laughs) check out our fake profiles uh (laughs) we're now on TikTok uh-huh. at the.commercial.break. You can go ahead and check us out there. There's no posts there yet. There's like two posts. So we're just getting started there. Yep. And youtube.com slash the commercial break. That's really where you need to go. Like and subscribe on your favorite videos. Our wonderful associate producer, Morgan, is putting a lot of love into those videos, and everyone loves them. 661 237 8296. 661, the word best, the number two, Y O Y O. Make sure to text us or leave us a voicemail. Hey, you never know, we might send you some swag. Okay, I guess that's all I can do today, Chris. I think so. Okay, I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to and you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Bye. Bye.